This is Frontrunner, the weekly grain marketing update from Frontier Agriculture for week ending Friday the 17th of June 2022. Presented to you this week by Becca Russell. I'm a marketing assistant supporting the grain trading team in Bedfordshire. Before we begin, a word on markets and trading during this current time of intense volatility. Markets can move significantly in a matter of hours or even minutes, with spikes sometimes happening outside of UK regular business hours. MyFarm is our free online platform which offers Frontier customers 24-7 access to market information, grain prices and the ability to sell grain at a time more convenient to them. With a MyFarm account, you can see live global prices, market reports, exchange rates and commodity pricing directly relevant to your farm, with options to set alerts and sell grain all in one place. To learn more, visit www.frontierag.co.uk forward slash myfarminfo. Links to more information about MyFarm are included in the description notes for this episode. Now, let's get straight into this week's update by starting with wheat. Late last Friday, the United States Department of Agriculture published its June World Agricultural Supply and Demands Estimates report, but it made few changes to the previous month's wheat and corn world balance sheets. However, markets rallied from the low levels of trading before the report, where traders had squared long positions in case of bearish data. World 2022-2023 wheat production was trimmed by 800,000 tonnes to a total of 773.43 million tonnes. Consumption was cut by 1.5 million tonnes, leaving year-end stocks just 17,000 tonnes below last month, at a total of 266.85 million tonnes. However, this figure is 12.5 million tonnes below this season's ending stocks. Behind the headline numbers, there are some individual producer estimates that are significantly different to local analysts. The United States Department of Agriculture sees Russia producing 81 million tonnes of wheat, excluding Crimea, but other recent estimates are up to 87 million tonnes, a record if realised. However, this is offset by an over-optimistic view for India, where the United States Department of Agriculture sees a crop of 106 million tonnes, Other analysts see the country producing below 100 million tonnes. The World Corn Balance Sheet saw only one notable change, which was for Ukraine, where production is seen 5.5 million tonnes higher than previous estimates, to a total of 25 million tonnes. This takes world production up to 1.186 billion tonnes. This will be a drop of 30 million tonnes on the year and highlights the importance of the US crop and estimated record production for South America. World corn stocks are seen just half a million tonnes lower on the year to a total of 310.45 million tonnes, although over 8 million tonnes of this sits in Ukraine, even with an expected export of 9 million tonnes, which looks unlikely to be achievable. With the United States Department of Agriculture report published, the market has recovered 3% from last week's low, but in choppy trade is now looking for a fresh direction. Initiatives to free up trapped Ukraine grain for export have continued but gained no traction. Russia says it's not responsible for establishing safe corridors, but the country could provide safe passage for ships if these corridors were established. Turkey stated that ships could be guided around sea mines since the location of them is known by Ukraine, and certain safe lines could be established at three Black Sea ports. However, Ukraine fears that demining ports would leave it vulnerable to Russian attack, and therefore progress is unlikely. 
There are also initiatives to establish temporary grain storage for Ukraine grain in Poland and Romania to allow harvest to progress. The Ukraine agriculture minister said the country lacked storage for at least 50 million tonnes and was looking for the EU to supply temporary storage solutions. Crop concerns across Europe have encouraged more active buying, as southern Europe reached record high temperatures. The heatwave is forecast to migrate northwards through primary wheat producers France and Germany this week. French winter wheat crop ratings continue to decline and are now seen at 65% good to excellent compared to the 81% which achieved this rating last year. And the crop may now suffer from the 40 degrees Celsius heat. An official from Italy said the country would see a 15% drop in wheat production due to inclement weather and although Italy is a relatively small wheat producer, achieving 2.67 million tonnes last year, this could highlight potential production issues for neighbouring countries. Analysts have already cut estimates of the EU soft wheat crop down to 124 million tonnes, which would be 6 million tonnes down on the year. The Spanish 2022 wheat output might fall to little more than 5 million tonnes, compared to the figure of over 7.3 million tonnes in 2021, due also to the inclement hot weather. Now let's turn our attention to what's been happening with barley this week. UK feed barley values have remained flat on the week for 2022 crop. Farmer selling has slowed as harvest fast approaches, particularly with temperatures reaching the highest levels for 2022 so far. Fresh demand has been lacking and physical barley values remain flat. Meanwhile, wheat futures have risen around £10 per tonne at the time of writing. Basis London wheat futures for November 2022. With barley's discount to wheat widening, it may find some new crop demand. Sterling lost value in the early part of the week, including against the euro. This is something that does make UK exports cheaper to European importers. However, much of those losses have been recovered after the Bank of England announced a fifth consecutive rise in interest rates on Thursday. Temperatures have been high in southern Europe, with winter wheat barley harvest now underway in France. Despite the heat, recent rainfall has seen French spring barley plantings rise by 1% good to excellent. This is the first increase in several weeks. Taking a look now at oilseed rape. In a week where we have seen the global economy struggle further with rising interest rates, potential recessions and stock market sell-offs, the overlap into the grains and particularly oilseed markets was to be expected. The rationale behind this is that in a downturning economy, less fuel is to be used, especially the more expensive part of fuel, oilseeds-derived biofuel. Adding to downward pressure for rapeseed prices, global weather is decent in most of the rapeseed growing regions. Australia is experiencing near-perfect conditions, extreme rains in Canada are beginning to ease off, and European weather looks set to finish off the crop nicely. However, it is worth noting that there is plenty of time between now and harvest, even more so in Australia and Canada, as undesirable weather can soon hamper crop prospects. In the last few weeks, we have also seen the export ban for palm oil out of Indonesia effectively dissolve. This comes with news that its next two crops will be bumpers, which will push more palm oil onto the market and increase the competition with rapeseed and other oils. Recently, biofuel mandates in the EU have been a hot topic, with European countries opting to reduce required inclusion levels to try and reduce the increasing cost of fuels. This week, we saw Brazil and Argentina 
take steps to raise their inclusion levels with the aim of increasing supply and easing shortages that they have recently experienced in South America. This disconnect is one of many in the current economic climate, where governments are trying to contain this unprecedented situation. In summary, the respected Oil World publication for World Crop Season 2022-2023 expects a global production surplus in oil seeds and vegetable oils on the assumption of normal weather in the major producing countries. The biggest production increases are seen for soybeans, as well as for rapeseed and canola. It forecasts world soybean production to increase by 35.5 million tonnes next season, with consumption rising 7.3 million tonnes and ending stocks increasing by 12.6 million tonnes at the end of next season. Following the earlier announcement on CF Fertilizer's future plans for its ink plant and subsequent withdrawal from the Nitram offer, there was speculation around short-term AN price rises. However, CF Fertilizers has since re-entered the market with unchanged numbers for spot delivery only. There's a strong signal around tightness of AN supply into and within the UK moving forward. Urea continues to remain flat, with US trading appearing to drive the global urea market coupled with the pound-to-dollar exchange rate, which continues to encourage importers to look at urea as an option. UK import statistics have provided numbers on the urea purchasing trend for January to April 2022. The noteworthy data that came from this is that urea imports were at an increase in comparison to the previous two years. Given that there are big buyers in the urea trade still to purchase, the market has the potential to increase if or when this happens. The recent increase in UK gas prices will lead to some discussion internally by both liquid and solid manufacturers. Any likely changes will take effect in the coming weeks if this recent increase is prolonged, and not just a reaction to speculation about stopping gas shipments into the EU from Russia or the damaged gas export terminals in the USA. With limited volumes available for most, if not all, liquid grades, this has created a good uptake by autumn buyers on the most recent terms. Autumn offers still demonstrate value in comparison to solid ammonium nitrate and nitrogen sulphur systems. Spring 2023 UAN terms could be released in coming days, allowing growers to complete their planned nitrogen or nitrogen sulphur purchasing for crops they intended to drill this autumn. Milling wheat premiums are at significant high levels. Therefore, there is a renewed interest in late foliar applications to support proteins, where grain contracts allow. The challenge is around available product and suitable options. Speak to your frontier contact about the best option for you. The UK importers are now at or near to replacement levels of MOP. As a result, we have seen further increase of approximately £70 per tonne on MOP earlier this week. There is speculation around relaxation of the Belarusian sanctions, but there are no formal signs that this is the case. Phosphorus remains unchanged, but there is still a lot of discussion around inputs for the coming oilseed rape crop, as growers are looking to encourage the best establishment possible. We recommend that you talk to your advisor about the most suitable option, such as oilseed start, which is 24 nitrogen, 24 phosphorus, 8 sulphur plus boron. This was Frontrunner for week ending Friday the 17th of June. If you'd like help with any aspect of your grain marketing, please get in touch by visiting our website at www.frontierag.co.uk or if you're a customer, you can speak to your local Frontier contact.
Don't forget, all Frontier customers have free access to online grain trading and live 24 market pricing through MyFarm. Links to more information as well as to our blog and socials can be found in the description notes for this episode. Thank you for listening.